Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to another episode of Somewhat Grown Up with me, Gemma Miller. I hope you are having a good day, a good week, a good month. Do you know what? I just hope you are having a good time at the moment. I'm not very well and I feel like I go through phases when I'm sick where I get sick all the time for like a couple of weeks and it's just constant. Then it goes away for ages and then it starts again. We're now in that period where it is starting again and I had hoped because I got my flu and my COVID jab done a couple of weeks ago now, I kind of hoped that that would save me and I'd be okay but apparently whatever it is I have caught is not COVID, it's not the flu because it is absolutely kicking my bum at the minute and I am not happy about it but do you know what? it happens. And sometimes we do get ill. I'm trying to kind of do like as much self-care as possible. You know, when you just feel miserable because you're ill and I know I'm doing it. Like I know I'm being a little bit snappy. I feel really tired. So I'm trying to like give myself more chance to sleep, more chance to chill. I'm still working and I'm still doing everything I need to be getting done just because I'm not at that point of illness where I can't get out of bed. I just don't want to get out of bed. You know, like that's the level of ill I'm feeling at the minute. Like I have no motivation, but actually I'm well enough to do all of the things that I normally do, which is frustrating because sometimes I wish I was just like proper ill so it could just be done and be over with. But no, I'm okay, but I'm also not okay. I don't know. I'm not feeling 100% basically has been how I've been feeling all week. But I do know from having spoken to like people in my life, friends, family, a lot of people are getting ill at the minute and there is a lot of stuff going around, which to be honest, I hadn't really been paying much attention to. So I think it was only a matter of time before I caught things, but it's definitely reminding me to use hand sanitizer, wash your hands as much as possible. If you really feel like it, wearing a face mask can obviously be helpful as well. Just taking those extra precautions, like even to the point of if you're going outside and it's cold, making sure you're wearing the appropriate stuff, right? Because it's all the things we can be doing to prevent us getting ill. 
But to be honest, I just forget to do it sometimes, which is not good. And I'm trying to be better. Like I'm really trying here. That is definitely the key. But I am feeling a little bit better at the minute. I don't know why. I think it would, it's just slowly going away. I've really been looking into vitamins because I've decided a while ago, I know I spoke to you about it, I was taking vitamins like on a daily basis. I was taking, I was definitely taking like omega free, a multivitamin, vitamin D possibly, and a couple of other ones, which I did just stop taking because I, you know, when you just forget one day. And then before you know it, it's been a month and you've just forgotten to do it again. So I've been really thinking about getting back into taking a few vitamins and trying to eat a little bit better as well to sort of balance it out. Because obviously vitamins supplement your diet. They don't completely take away eating relatively healthy, right? Like you have to balance it out. So I've been focusing on that this week just to you know, try and see what I can do. I also listened to this really interesting thing about how your diet helps your mental health, which, I mean, taught me loads about the different types of foods and stuff that we should be eating, literally just for our brain health and our mental health, as well as physical, right? Like it all sort of ties in together. If you look at us as like a whole human being, we've got to take care of every little aspect, And I think I've been lacking a little bit on like the physical side of things. Like I have stopped working out. I've stopped eating as well. Probably hence the fact I am feeling a little bit sick right now because I've not been taking the best care of myself that I can. So lesson has been learned. I am starting to try and eat a little bit better, move my body a little bit more, even if it's just getting out for a walk like during the day. It's all really helpful just to get your blood flowing, doing some stretching every day because my body has been aching. Like when I get ill, normally I feel ill, I feel a lack of motivation, but the ache at the minute has kind of been a new thing. Like my back has been aching a lot more, my legs have been aching a lot more. So I am actually getting in the habit of stretching on more of a daily basis than I was doing before. So really, when you look at it like that, I'm doing pretty well. But also, I'm not doing very well at the same time. And all I want to be doing is like curling up in bed with a good book and just sleeping and not doing anything at all. But I think whilst I'm not, whilst I'm feeling a little bit better, I can still get on with things just as long as you take some more precautions you know, because as much as we don't want to get sick, we also don't want to spread being sick. So yeah, it kind of, you can look at it from both ends, can't you? But I'm feeling a lot better than I was over the weekend. I wasn't feeling very well over the weekend, but I'm, I'm doing better now, which is good. And I'm kind of back to reality. And like I was saying, I'm not ill enough to not be doing things. So I'm still up and up and going and just trying to live my best life, which is difficult when you don't feel very well, when it's constantly so cold. I don't know about you, but I've been freezing cold at the minute. But I did decide to do something super exciting for this weekend because I'm still not feeling 100% and I don't have many plans this weekend like going on. So I thought, do you know what? 
I really want to have a Harry Potter movie marathon weekend. And I am so excited for this. I'm going to try and watch as many Harry Potter films as I can over the weekend. I am aware that I think I'm not going to be able to do every single one. Like, we're not sure we'll be able to watch them all. But it's like watching a decent chunk of Harry Potter films. Because I've been talking to one of my friends about this. And we were saying that there are set films that are so good at different times of year. Now, she really likes the Twilight films and is watching Twilight at the minute. And it got me thinking, I also want to watch the Twilight films because it's similar weather outside to what it is in the movie. And there's something about that, for me, which makes me really happy. You know when a film just perfectly matches up with the season? Especially this time of year, there is something so much more cosier about it. Like, we do it with Christmas films. When it hits Christmas time, we're all watching Christmas films, or most of us are watching Christmas films almost every single day. But you don't really think about it at other times of year. So this time of year, when it's still not quite... We're not quite Christmas movie ready yet. I'm only a couple weeks away, don't get me wrong. I'm closing in on Christmas movies, but I'm not there yet. So I need the kind of like autumnal, wintry films. And I feel like Harry Potter, Twilight are such good films for that. I'm still looking for like a couple more. Like I want to find a few like rom-com films that fit this time of year because that would be amazing I'm sure I saw a TikTok on it like a couple weeks ago but I can't find that TikTok now and I know I liked it but I just can't find it on my liked videos so I need to scroll back and try and find it so that I've got like a good rom-com for this time of year as well it's getting so close to the point where I can watch the holiday and I'm so excited because the holiday is my favorite film of all time but it is a Christmas film so I feel like I'm not there yet, but I'm I'm closing in on it. I'm so excited for like Christmas and for it to get really sparkly and the lights are out and I'm hoping to go into London to like go and see all of the different lights that are going on. It, that's going to be really fun, but it's just these next few weeks of like cosy autumnal weather where we really need to soak up this time of year because it's a beautiful time of year I was walking the other day and I'm gonna sound strange for saying this but I was watching like the leaves on the tree like falling off and I thought autumn gets so overlooked like it is such a beautiful season to watch like the trees changing nature sort of getting ready for winter I don't know there's something that actually when you take a second to look at it is really quite like magical in a way like really pretty I I don't know I love a bit of nature like I love a good nature walk and I did it the other day and I just thought do you know what I really do like autumn the only thing is how cold it is but that's just the summer baby inside of me like trying to be released (laughs) because it's way too cold for me but I'm wrapping up warm don't get me wrong I'm trying And I feel like, yeah, we just sometimes need to embrace things. And I know we spoke about that a while ago and I've been doing it. And I'm personally feeling so much better for just embracing the season, for wearing my scarf when I go outside, for even getting to the point where I'm thinking about putting gloves on sometimes. 
and just embracing the fact that there is so many beautiful things outside even when it is cold and even when we don't quite have the same motivation maybe as we do in summer there's still so much to be doing so I've been I've been trying but I'm just not doing a hundred percent so that it doesn't really help the situation does it when you're not very well everything feels a tiny bit more miserable but I'm trying so I hope you've had an amazing week this week and got up to some fun things even if they weren't productive as we always say it's good just to have some us time sometimes so I hope you've been getting some you time this week and having a chilled having a fun one having a good time so let's go to a break now and then when we come back we're going to talk about having like a timeline in our lives the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials to participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So I have recently been watching just little episodes of Friends here and there. And I was watching the one where Rachel turned 30, I believe it was. I'm pretty sure it was her 30th birthday. And they had like a little party for her and she just didn't really want to be 30 was basically the idea. But there was a moment where she was talking about the point in which she wanted to have kids and therefore the point in which she needed to be married, needed to be engaged, and then was trying to work out the point of time where she had to meet that person, and it ended up being that she'd have to meet that person when she is 30. And there was, like, all this pressure around it, and, I mean, it was a really funny moment. But it kind of got me thinking, actually, how much do we put a timeline on our lives? And we've spoken about it quite a few times before I'm sure it's cropped up here and there because I have a very different timeline now to what I had when I was younger when I was a kid I am pretty sure there was like a little part of my brain that wanted to have bought my own house by the time I was 22 I wanted to have had my first child at the age of 22 and then my second one by 25, I think somewhere in between there, I wanted to get married. I can't quite remember, but I'm when I was like 13, 14, I had it all mapped out. I had my life completely right there in front of me, all laid out. I knew what I wanted. And let me tell you, I couldn't be further away from majority of those things right now. Like now, my timeline looks really different. But the thing is, and what I find quite funny, is even though I look back and I think, right, that timeline was absolute rubbish. I don't want that timeline anymore. All I have done is just made 
another timeline for myself. And I feel like it's maybe that part of us that always wants to strive towards something. Like we always want to sort of have things mapped out so that we know what is going on, right? Because there's a lot of uncertainty if it comes to the unknown. And also there's kind of a fear of missing out, isn't there? Like say you just go along and you don't think about how you, what you want out of life, like you don't map things out, then they're kind of becomes for me a little bit of worry of then what if I forget those things like what if I want kids at some point yet I leave it to the point where it becomes really hard to have kids or what if I want to buy a place but the economy just gets even worse and then it gets to a point where I can't buy a house anyway so I can't move out into a into somewhere without renting which is obviously another way of doing things. But again, on this timeline that I have mapped out, I have specific ideas for things. And it's really strange that we do that. And I don't understand quite why our brains do that. Or maybe it is just my brain, but I have to have things mapped out a little bit. Like I'm quite fluid with it. The plan can change and it does constantly change. But there is still like a little thing in my head where I do set windows for things. Like, I know I've been speaking about the idea of moving out and the fact that I'm thinking about it. And we've been discussing that quite a lot lately. But there is a window that I have for that. And it's weird that we do that because surely I could just wait until I'm all of a sudden like, right now I want to start moving out. But instead, I have to set myself that goal for like in one or two years time so that I'm working towards it and I don't know why it is that I do it but also is it a bad thing right like I can sit I can sit here I can question why I do these things like why do I feel the need to have it mapped out but at the end of the day is that actually giving me goals that keep propelling me forward You know, is that actually giving me a target to work towards that is a healthy target to have? And if I didn't have it mapped out, how would my life be then? It might be a little bit more carefree and it might be a little bit more less stressful at times because there are points where I do stress myself out when I think of everything I want to achieve by certain points. But actually even when it does stress me out, it still gives me something to keep working towards. And I don't know, maybe it's just the way that my brain's kind of wired that I have to have those things in place. And if you're like that as well, I'm sure you sort of understand. But there is a complete flip on that where I know some people who have absolutely no clue what they want to do and when they want to do it. And they are just so happy going along with life as it is in a sense, living more in the moment because it's checking in with yourself and making sure you're happy in the moment rather than thinking too far into the future and thinking too far down the line. It's just a different way of looking at it, isn't it? But I'd be really intrigued to know kind of how you map out your life. Is there like a specific thing that you really want to achieve by a certain point or are you a little bit like me where you have it kind of set out but at the same time, things can change and you can change your map of where you want things and your timeline for where you want to go but I don't know again is that more of a society 
pressure on us to think we have to accomplish certain things by certain points. I don't know, it's an interesting one to actually sit and think about. But I do think at the end of the day, if it works for you, it works for you. And for me, having a rough timeline is quite good until you get to like that friends, like that Rachel moment where she realises she needs to have met her husband now in order to have a baby by the time she wants to have a baby. But again, we can just change the timeline a little bit. And sometimes that's just what you have to do because whilst you can plan and you can prep as much as you want, there are certain things that are out of our control. And it's taking into control those things that we can And then in a sense, letting go of the things that we can't control and trying not to stress about them too much, you know? And also, if you do have a timeline, what is on your timeline? Like, what is it that you have set? Is it more a career-based timeline? Is it more of a family-based timeline? Is it more of like a big accomplishment, like do you want to go skydiving by the time you're 28? Do you want to have gone on these holidays by the time you're 40? Like what is it that's on your timeline? Because I think if you actually break that down, that then becomes what is important to you to get out of life. Whether you have that timeline or not, it's looking at the things that are important and the things that are going to help you feel more accomplished. And there's no point us comparing that to other people because how somebody else feels about their timeline or about their what's important to them is going to be completely different to us. For some, having kids could be a number one priority. For others, it could be going to a certain country or it could be, I don't know, like random climbing Mount Everest or something like that or getting to a certain level in work that you want to be at. Like it's all very different but do you have a timeline for that? Because I feel like that's the interesting thing. Like, do we really set ourselves up with these goals that sometimes can be unrealistic? Other times they can be quite realistic. And if we give ourselves like a healthy enough window, I feel like it creates more of a goal as opposed to being like a really stressful deadline that we have to hit. I don't know, I'd be really intrigued to know what your sort of timeline is and when do you think you're going to accomplish these things by? What is your number one priority on that timeline? Is there something that stands out to you as a, I really want to accomplish this and I really want to do this? I would absolutely love to know. But it was something I've been thinking about ever since I saw that episode. It's been playing on my mind that actually I have a timeline that is sort of set out. It's a little bit more broad at the minute, but I'm sure it will narrow down kind of as I get closer to certain things. But I definitely do also have a timeline. And I feel like sometimes that's a good thing, sometimes it can be a bad thing. It's a really interesting one to think about. So let's go to another break now. And then when we come back, we have got our listener dilemma of the week. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So this week's listener dilemma is quite an interesting one because we are talking about relationships. We're talking about being annoyed at our partner and I feel like at some point we all go through this. So let's get on into it. Hey Gemma, how do you survive a super annoying boyfriend? Listen, I love him to bits but recently he is just annoying me. I wouldn't say I'm getting the ick or anything like that but he just says specific things which get right on my nerves. We will be having a serious conversation and he will randomly start telling the worst jokes. I just can't handle these things, but I don't want to sound harsh in telling him to shut up. Now, I do really get this because this can be such a hard one and I wonder... I'm no relationship expert, don't get me wrong, but I think we go through phases with our partners throughout life, like boyfriends, girlfriends, partners, whoever we're with. I think we dip in and out because it's like anything, right? Our moods are like roller coasters. So therefore, surely our feelings towards things and towards people are a little bit like roller coasters. And sometimes we have ups where we're like super in love and we feel all these amazing things and they could do absolutely no wrong. But then we also have downs where the little things do become really annoying at times. And it's just trying to work out how you feel. Like, I feel like you have thought about this a lot. And the fact that you don't think you're getting the ick as such, it's more just annoying. I feel like means you can come out of it. And you can go back up to like that lovey sort of not not caring when he does make the absolute worst jokes. Because... I get it. Sometimes people say things and it's not that funny and you kind of feel like you have to laugh because what else can you do? Especially when they're your boyfriend, right? Like you just kind of have to go with it. But in your head, sometimes you're thinking, we're trying to have a conversation. Please shut up. I do. I really do get it. But I do also like the fact that you are thinking about it a little bit more. Like you're not just off the bat being like shut up we're trying to have this discussion like don't come at me with awful jokes but there's another side of you that literally does just want to turn around and say that and I get it I feel like you're being very mature in this situation and I really feel that for you because there would be times where I would just want to turn around and tell him to shut up but you're not doing that and I feel like that's really good you might want to but you're not you're trying to go about it in a bit of a better way I mean, it could be worth saying to him, like, listen, I don't really like when you do that. It makes me feel like this. It makes me feel like maybe you're not listening and it kind of annoys me a little bit. That could always be worth saying, right? Like having an open, honest conversation is something I feel like I say to almost every listener dilemma, but half the time, if we did have conversations with people, it would make our life feel a little bit easier But it feels harsh to do that, doesn't it? Especially to a characteristic that maybe he wouldn't see as being annoying. Like, he probably thinks he's being really funny. He probably thinks it's the worst, like, comedic... Like, the best comedic timing ever. So he probably wouldn't get it, which is maybe why you need to say something to him. But also, if you feel like 
you could get over it and it could become less and less annoying and you'd kind of get a bit more used to it but not used to it in terms of the fact that you're like settling and you don't care anymore but you do care if you feel like you genuinely can forget about it and not care when he does those like little things that annoy you then maybe it's not worth saying anything at all it's kind of having that little debate with yourself of how much does this irritate you because if it irritates you just slightly too much then it's probably worth saying something right but if you think do you know what I probably could get over this with time it might become a bit less annoying and I wouldn't mind then you can maybe avoid having that conversation and more just when the situation happens take a deep breath try not to react too emotionally because that's what we do sometimes and that's that is what causes arguments you know when we don't take that breath before we respond is when things can come out that maybe you don't want to say maybe you don't actually mean and even though it's annoying I'm sure you don't want to be causing arguments with him you don't want to be having rows over these like small little things that irritate you it's more having that conversation if you feel like you need to because I I do wonder whether this could just be a roller coaster moment where you're sort of on the flat, you're on the down, and then it's going to pick back up and you might not find these things so annoying. I definitely think we do go through tough spots in any relationship, even like friendships with parents, with family members, like brothers, sisters, everyone. You go through spots where it's a bit like less and then you go through times where it's a bit higher and it's all great I feel like that's a natural part of us as humans having that like social interaction with people that it's not always going to be a super high moment we're going to have like the kind of lower bits and the times where like you were saying like he's just annoying you a little bit and maybe this is something that over time is just going to come back up if you manage to work through it in like a co-productive way right but if you feel like you do need to say something to him then do but just have a think about how you word your words do you know what I mean you don't want to come across too like you don't want to come across harsh that's literally what you're saying right you want to come across like nice about it but also get across how you're feeling because how you're feeling is valid if that does annoy you then it annoys you there's not much you can do about that except communicate your feelings right but if you feel like you don't need to have that conversation then you don't if you feel like you can get over it in your own time then I also feel you on that one and I feel like that could also be another way to go about it so good luck to you I know it can be annoying at times when your boyfriend girlfriend partner is just being just that little bit overly irritating so good luck and I hope you get through it all okay and with the best communication and you no longer feel as annoyed at your boyfriend. So thank you so much for sending in your dilemma and thank you for listening to today's episode of Somewhat Grown Up with me, Gemma Miller. I have had an amazing time and I hope you have too. So have an amazing week and I look forward to catching up with you in next week's episode. Bye!
everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.